Hey everyone, welcome to the Honest as a Mother podcast. I am your host, Amanda, and I am here to help break down walls, have conversations, and normalize all aspects of motherhood. This shit is so hard. We need to band together, let down our walls, and start talking about what motherhood is really like. Welcome back to the Honest as a Mother podcast. You're back with Amanda. And today on the podcast, I have a very special friend of mine. Her name is Jen Foster. Jen and I have known each other for quite some time now. Um, She was actually a neighbor to my dad. So when I was living at home, um, she was my neighbor. And we just became friends that way. But Jen is also a very talented medium So I think I was actually introduced to you, Jen, for that reason at first, too. Yes, even though I saw you a lot. Yeah, yeah. I Well, it wasn't like something that had ever come up in conversation, I guess, right? Nope. So Jen has been labeled as a coach to some, as well as myself, (laughs) because she's helping others free themselves from the chains and blocks that are tying them down, which has been huge for me because lots of advice that you have given me, I think, has helped me through... Lots of stuff that I've been through postpartum and before children and kind of learning how to find myself. So you've been very helpful for me as a friend, but also as a medium. So thank you. Um, Welcome to the Honest as a Mother podcast. Thank you for coming on. You're welcome. I was pretty excited about today. And um, it's fun doing a podcast with somebody you're close to, right? Usually the people don't know me. So I was pretty excited about that and it just fills my heart knowing that if I'm able to help you or anybody in any way to help get through those kind of things it just that's why I feel like I'm here and I feel like if I can help one person a day with even if it's just to help them to get out of bed by even stuff I'm posting then that's my passion yeah and it does it's helpful because There's been like things that you have told me, obviously, because spirit is telling you, but it speaks right to your soul sometimes. And then your, your posts even, right? You're like, oh shit. Yeah. That's exactly how I'm feeling today. Right. And I'm posting because I've been through it and I know how it feels. You're attracted to that post. That's right. And I, I know what it feels like to not get out of bed Mm -hmm. and having kids and then finding out your gift. I know what it feels like. So I'm very passionate and I'm trying to be very raw and open and honest with stuff to show people that yes, it's great to have positivity. It is amazing to do those kind of things, but we're also human and we also don't always feel that way. Yeah. So I'm very passionate about showing people. Yeah, me too. So that's why I'm glad to have you. Oh, thank you. I'm excited. So can you just introduce yourself a little bit for my listeners, kind of who you are and how many kids you've got, where you're from, okay. for those that don't know. So my name's, as she said, I'm Jen, and I'm from the Hamilton area, I guess. Um, I have two children. I have two little girls. Well, they're not as little anymore. They're nine and 10. So that's fun in a nutshell. And uh, yeah, that's about it. I live around this area. My family's from around here. 
And, you know, because I used to live near you, so they know I used to live in Hamilton. That's about it. So I had asked Jen if she would come on the podcast to talk about her gift, because first and foremost, for those of you that don't know, I am kind of really into this stuff. So I really like to talk to Jen about meditation. I like to talk to Jen about spirit and angels and I don't know, some of those things have really connected with me during my healing process. Um, When my grandmother died, you had introduced me to angels and I just found peace in a lot of that. Um, Meditation has been life-changing for me, especially during COVID. Absolutely. Like I have found my anxiety levels this whole time, right? You start to like calm down again and then COVID numbers go up and then I'm like, Jen, send me a meditation. (laughs) You get into the fear, right? You do. And it's so easy to do that. So I also wanted her to come on because something that I have experienced firsthand with my son is he's very sensitive. He used to scare the living daylights out of me with things (laughs) that he would say. And And I really wanted her to come on in case anyone else is wondering if their child is sensitive, you know, what they should do about it or can do about it, or maybe they just want it to go away entirely. And if, how they can do that. So I thought that'd be an interesting topic. But my first question that I really want you to share is how did you find out you had a gift? Because I know that people are going to be listening and going like, how did she know she was a medium? Okay. So... I, and this is not to scare anybody <laughs> the words I'm saying. Before I tell you, anybody who can see spirit, and I know there's a lot of you, and don't feel like you're alone as the lights just flickered. Um, <laughs> you're not alone because I used to see them when I was younger, but I didn't realize as a medium. Um, I would see them and I would wake up in my, they'd be in my room, like standing at the end of my bed and they used to scare the living shit out of me for no reason. They can't hurt you. Right. I would just see them and I didn't know who they were. So that happened for a while. And so I got really scared and then I blocked it. So I totally like shut it right down because I was so scared of it, but there's no reason to be afraid of it. So anyways, and like even growing up, I have, I still have a lot of my friends that I grew up with and because they know me pretty well, they've been through a lot with me. They now going forward to this time, they're like, we knew the signs. Some of them were like, yeah, we saw signs. It makes sense now. And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. And they have stories about me. I don't know them all, but like little things like we'd be driving and I wouldn't drive there. Like, but I never thought of that. So basically what happened was my whole life, I used to, I was really anxious all the time, like constant and extremely tired Mm -hmm. like we would when we were younger we'd go out and I would actually sometimes fall asleep I'd be so tired like I I could probably fall like and I'd always go to bed early you know I do that now because I'm older but uh, and just depression just stuff like that Mm -hmm. so I used to have really bad back pain so I was working somewhere and there was a an amazing woman there who who I'm like but I didn't know and she she just kept talking about Reiki and I didn't know what it was. So I just, I had no idea. I know I'd heard the name and like, you know, when you get that thing in your head, what it just keeps telling you about something. Right. So like I just kept feeling Reiki. So I asked her one day, I'm like, will this help with my back pain? And she's like, yeah. So she, whatever. I'm like, right. okay, I'll try it. Right. So I eventually went for a session and she, she saw, she told me I'd be doing this. And I told her, I'm like, you're on crack. 
Like you're there's crazy, no way. Lady. It's really yeah. because I had just my kids were young. Mm-hmm. I just like there's no way. She like I see you doing it. I stay. I see you standing in front of like massive crowds of people, and that put I was so scared. I was like you're like no, no way. <laughs> like I had no no way because I used to be like I'm still business, but like I learned business. That was you know like I used to be a credit rep. Mm-hmm. Like my background's business, so I was like there's no way. Right. So then the fear came in because. It was more of the fear of what people would think of me than the fear of spirit. So anyways, I had Reiki done and honest to God, it was, I have never had so much energy. And after that night, um, you can ask my ex-husband, he probably won't say it, but like I went home and I was so energized. Like I couldn't even stop talking. Like I was up almost all night. I had so much energy and it just changed my life. So then I started getting sessions and then I learned how to do Reiki, which anybody can do. I'm not special that I can do mm-hmm. Reiki. Anybody can do Reiki and learn. And then it just started. I learned crystals. I started with crystal healing. Not everybody knows that, but that's how I started. And okay. I started doing expos and then the gifts started opening. So I'd be out with people and then I would know things. Right. And I'd start seeing, then I started seeing things and that's, it just happened. It's happened so fast, like within a year. I was like, I went from the gen that was to like, all of a sudden I'm standing in front of crowds talking and doing readings. And I, I honestly look back sometimes and think I still can't believe it happened. Right. Because it happens so fast. Right. So when you say that you see things, like, can you explain what that looks like? Because you know, when you see like a medium on TV or something and they explain like, flashing pictures or whatever like what do you mean when you say like you look at someone you know things or you can see things so what happens is I've learned actually to really tune it out right so but when I first I could tune in when I I want to right but when it first started happening I would I my there's five clairs they call and I've learned this so there's clairvoyance which is the site mm-hmm. that everybody knows there's clair auditory I think it's called and that's the hearing, you hear them. Mm-hmm. There's clear sentience, which I think is kind of like still kind of being like an empath, you feel. Okay. Uh, there's clear, I forget the one, but you taste what it's called. And then oh, there's cool. clear cognance, which is clear knowing. And clear cognance is my strongest gift. Mm-hmm. So it's the clear knowing. So like I'd be out and I would just sit with somebody and I'd know something. I'd like, I'll see it in my head. Okay. So I'll have a vision and I just will know, like, did you like, uh, I don't know, something weird. Like, did you go fishing yesterday and the rod broke? Right. And they're like, what? Why? Like, that kind of stuff just started happening to me where I would okay. just know, but then I see it in my head at the same okay. time. I gotcha. And every medium's different. And right. medium's just a word, remember, too, right? Every person has specific gifts, I guess they call you, but I really just call them intuition. Mm-hmm. We all have something and we all do it differently. Yeah. So some see right away with their eyes. I mean, like I can see spirit with my eyes, but I can also see it in my third eye. Right. So in your head. And that's what people, a lot of people don't understand. Yeah. Sometimes it's in our head. Yeah. You like you, you can actually see it coming and sometimes people don't, I mean, I wonder too, if people have that gift and then think it's just like a thought that's come through their mind. They're like, no, that was a stupid thought. Why would I think of that? Yeah. Like if you're sitting there and you're working away and all of a sudden, if your grandma has passed and you're not even thinking about grandma and then all of a sudden, like she comes in your mind, right? she's definitely visiting you. Oh, that is very cool. Right. Cool. Well, thanks. So that's how I found out. And I didn't know that. I don't think you've ever actually told me. Well, I didn't talk about it. 
really with NIV at first because I yeah. didn't even understand what was happening to me. I kind of had, and I'm still pretty private mm-hmm. with my private life. So I don't, I don't go out talking to everybody about this because right. it's, it's who I am, but it, you know what I mean? It's still my, like keeping things separate, like living my life. And then there was right to help. I'm sure you probably why you never know. Right. And I'm sure you probably don't want people to only think about that when they see you. Right. I'm, right. I, I, my biggest thing is that's why I say this is Jen, because I want people to see that just because I'm supposedly gifted mm-hmm. doesn't mean I'm not a person still walking around living my right. life. And that's one of my biggest passions is showing people like, yeah, I'm still a person. Right. Like I still, we're not, some people think we're special. Like I'm sure they do, but really I'm like, I just got it. I have to do everything like you. Right. Like I have to feed my kids. I have to like, I have to, you know what I mean? I have to drive. Like it's, it's yeah. something that people label as special that many of us have that's already there. That's right. been blocked for generations. Yeah. So which kind of leads me into our conversation. Right. So I was wondering if we could talk about sensitive children. Cause I, I am sensitive. I have a very sensitive child who tells me, all sorts of things. And I'm like, okay, that's a conversation for a later date. Or <laughs> at the beginning, I was, Chris and I would just look at each other and be like, oh God, call Jen. That's <laughs> oh, I know. Like, that's that's so fun. <laughs> like, how does he know these things? Or mm. he would t- wake us up in the middle of the night. There's the lady over there and the man over there. And I was like, okay, right. I don't want you to tell me this in the middle of the night. Because <laughs> you got scared. Yeah. And he was scared. So we were scared, right? Because you're like, how do I protect him from something that I actually have no idea what he's talking about because I don't see it. Right. So I thought it would be cool if we could talk a little bit about that. What are any of your kids sensitive? I think. I think they both are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In different ways. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. My one, I'm not going to say names, but the one is a lot more sensitive than the other. Mm -hmm. But I just think it's just one of them just can handle things differently. I don't Mm know. But the biggest thing I can tell parents is you have nothing to fear. Fear It can seem scary because we've been taught, like I said, for so many generations that it's, it's wrong. Right. It's bad. And, oh, you didn't see anything. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest thing I can say is keep it open with them because they're feeling and seeing it already. And if you're telling them, no, you don't see that, then you're kind of telling them something that they're feeling isn't real. Right. Right. So you're kind of teaching them my feelings or my word is not valid, mm-hmm. even though they're young, that could affect them later in life. And it can affect them because the gifts are not going to go away. They're going to stay there. Right. So if you can work with them as they're younger, teaching them not to be afraid. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're saying they're seeing something, tell them that they have the power and the control to tell them to go away. Mm-hmm. And I know that may be hard for little kids, but you know what? Kids are so resilient and they're so in tune. They're probably not even, some of them like will probably just do it. Like you're probably more scared than them. Right. So they, you always, they always have control. They're always in control. They can tell them, I don't want you in my room. Leave. Right. Right. But they won't hurt them. Right. And just, I find children that are sensitive to energy right there. It's very important to teach them their emotions, to be able to process their emotions um, because they may feel overwhelmed and they may be feeling anxious and not understanding what they're feeling. So they could be feeling other people because we do Mm -hmm. feel, 
and they could be feeling spirit. And what happens to a lot of people is it feels like anxiety. It's right here in your, uh, in your chest, like right below your collarbones. That's where spirit you'll feel and people, and then you feel anxious. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of teaching them that it's okay. Right. Like, for example, I, I'm so glad you said that because I was thinking of this recently. This has never happened before, but sometimes when my dad and Mary will come over, who are here three times a week, Connor will just start bawling his eyes out. They'll walk through the door. He'll start bawling his eyes out. I don't like when everybody's here. It's too much for him. And and this is new. And I'm like, right. oh, and then my dad and Mary are like, oh, should we go? And I'm like, no, you don't have to go. But I'm just like, all of a sudden, if there's too many people but even if it's people he knows on a regular basis, or if we go into a room and there's a lot of people, he gets very overwhelmed yes. very quickly. And I remember that was something that I struggled with for a really long time. I couldn't go into the mall. Yeah. I was like, I, was like I was, I would get in the mall and I would like hyperventilate and I'd be like, I got to I got to find a door. And if I saw a door, I was like, okay, look, that's where I can exit. Okay. I'm calm. Right. But get me in a crowded spot. It was horrible and now I see Connor doing that even with just two extra people never mind when he, when we try and go to a family event and I've got like 50 people in right family he's probably really excited about COVID that we don't have to do that yes. this year <laughs> poor guy I know but I've never seen that before in somebody else like I felt it myself but I've never seen especially him and it kind of broke my heart a little bit right because right. I'm like I don't I don't know what to say other than like, it's okay. And like, yes. I just kind of removed him from the room for a minute and we took a breath and it just calmed him down. And then we went back, back out and he was fine. But right. it's just that initial of people coming on into yes. his space. Cause he's feeling it. Right. So yeah. he's feeling it. And it probably happens to a lot of, I know it happens to a lot of adults, but it happens to a lot of kids. And then I'm not saying everybody does this, but like me, you know, sometimes it could have been like they were taught like, no, you have to sit with them. You know what I mean? Right. And really, it's not that they're trying to disbehave. It's that they just are feeling everything and they're feeling under overwhelmed and not understanding. So I can only say there's so many different ways people can deal with these things. And I can only relate to how I've done it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like I'm all about try different things, like listen to other people because I can only do what I've done. So, um, you know, cause I'm pretty authentic like that, but what I do with my, especially my one daughter is first of all, I always, if she's starting to panic, she'll get into a panic. I go right down to her face right. at her eyes. And I say, first I say, look at me, just look at my eyes, look at mommy, look at mommy. And she'll look and that kind of gets her out of it. And then I'll say, just take a deep breath. So, you know, going back to your breath kind of brings you back to your body. I'm not saying they're out of their bodies, but their energy may be feeling other things. So it kind of brings you back to you. And sometimes I get her to put her hand like where I showed you, like just underneath her collarbones to feel her body. Mm -hmm. So I'll just take a deep breath and that calms her for a minute. And then, um, then it's very, I'm sure a lot of you have heard about earthing and grounding so like it's you can do that easily and this is like a meditation technique that can even help with anybody who's sensitive I just tell her to like think of her feet Mm -hmm. or like stamp her feet and what it does it just pulls her energy back to her so she's not feeling everything is that the one where they'll say like you know picture your feet on the ground and that you're almost like chained to the ground yes feeling your feet like your tree you're chained right like think of your feet and feel your feet on the ground and you're I don't know like yes heard something like that before right and it could be anything it doesn't people it's all technique it's all in the mind Mm -hmm. right so 
you could be like, I used, I was taught to pretend I was a tree. So like imagine roots going down. I think um, that's, I think that's right. what I've heard of before. Yeah. It's probably for me. So imagine roots going down and it just brings your energy because everything's energy, right? Mm-hmm. So like bring it down into the earth and it just grounds you down and then it'll just help with everybody else right. and their feeling. And it shifts your mind back to you. You. Yeah. And if it gets really bad, cause she's getting older, one thing you can teach them is. I, when they were younger, I taught them about the chakras, which are, I know people, many people done yoga and it's just not to be, you don't have to be obsessed with them, but like, just be aware of them. So like, you know, there's the different chakras, like, and if you can do little meditation, not meditation, you can even put like colored paper up in front of them and saying, this is what I used to do with my girls. And I put like a red piece of paper up and like, what color is the red chakra? They're like my butt, like that. So it's like kind of getting them to understand where they are in their body and then it's in tune with the energy and it helps kind of balance them oh okay. and there's little cool. meditations that you could google for kids with that kind of stuff and oh. it'll just help with the energy centers because the more balanced they are the more just feel you'll just feel better yeah and you do and i think the biggest piece for meditation is like actually making yourself do it yes right because it's like i don't have time for that i don't want to sit there it's stupid that's weird i'm gonna laugh the first time i did it i felt kind of stupid right then the first time i actually did it and felt the effects i actually was so calm the first time i actually successfully did a full one that i was afraid to drive because i was so calm i went to an actual class and i was like i don't think i can drive like i was so calm i felt like i had drinks or something i was just so relaxed because you were out of your head it was amazing. And that's the thing. People, so many people, because remember, I used to, te- like, I used to um, not teach meditation, but I used to do, I used to do a lot of workshops, as you remember. I just mm-hmm. haven't had as much time with COVID. I haven't been doing it. But I always, people, and a lot of people ask me too, like clients or just random people I meet, they're like, I can't meditate. And I'm like, you know what? I don't, and it's nothing against anybody who does it that way, but it's right. like, I'm like, you don't have to be like, oh, like, right. I'm sitting there all quiet. I'm like, no, you can you can, your, your thoughts are going to come in when you meditate and they still do with me. It's just, I think I'm used to it. So I always say to people like put on music, that's meditation. Mm-hmm. Like, right. How many times have you been sitting here? Like maybe you're cooking dinner and you have music and you're totally out of your head. Yeah. It doesn't have to be what everybody thinks meditation is, which is still great. Right. Um, it could be music, go for a run. That's meditation. People don't realize, mm-hmm. but the biggest thing with meditation is And even with kids, like, just get them to, like, listen to, like, a two-minute little thing. Yeah. Like a mindfulness meditation. Those are good ones to start with because they help you. Like, they'll say, think of your head. There's a light here. Yes. And that there's nothing wrong with that. There's different types of meditations. There's, like, guided ones. There's ones where you say um, mantras, mantras. Mm -hmm. I like those ones because they get me out of my head. There's ones that you sit in silence. Like, Mm -hmm. just find whatever works for you. Yeah, you got to find what works for you. You don't do it wrong. And that's what people think. You're doing it wrong. Like, you're never doing it wrong. No. You can't do meditation wrong. I gave, uh, I YouTubed one for kids, for Connor, and he loved Mm -hmm. it. It has uh, the light going through them. Yes. He likes that. And then um, the Cosmic Kids Yoga loves it. Right. So like those two things, sometimes I'll do it and he'll want to do it like five times yeah, in a row. Yeah, that's how my girls used to be. So we also kill time. Right. So there's that. And they're getting active. They're getting active and we're killing time. And if he's meditating, he's quiet. And he's having fun. And he's having fun. <laughs> I'm killing lots of birds with one I know, stone. I get it, girl. That's very, 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 very helpful. I also wondered 
how can you go like would it be something that people like parents should do say if their child is really struggling with it and they just have no idea is it a good thing to reach out to like a medium like yourself or someone else just for guidance you could you could there's so many different practitioners that do different things it doesn't right. always have to be a medium i honestly feel like kids who are super sensitive you it could be taking and teaching just showing meditation or get some kind of energy worked on on them and people are like what are energy work so it's like it's just reiki i don't even know them all there's all different things right you can take them to someone like that mm-hmm. but even people don't realize like we have healing hands. People have healing hands. How many times have you held a baby and you like send love to the baby? Mm-hmm. So it's like even teaching them to do that to themselves. Like if they're freaking, you can just get them to imagine like a, maybe a golden ball of light at their heart, mm-hmm. their heart chakra, sorry, their heart center. Or it doesn't necessarily have to be a medium. Yeah. It's more of teaching them that it's okay to feel this way. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Like it's, you're not different. Cause I feel like that's how a lot of people feel. They feel very different from everybody right. else, but really there's a lot of people and they don't right. talk about it. And maybe parents are freaked out that their kid's going to be like different and people right. are going to think they're weird. So they just want to shut it down. Exactly. But we're in a world right now where weird is like cool. Like absolutely, it's, it's, you know, be weird, be unique. That's why we're here. And if you're feeling shivers, that's them saying, yes, yes, be weird. That's what we were all here for a reason. It doesn't mean you have to have this massively big purpose that people think they're always looking for their purpose. I always say, just be yourself and that purpose will just come. Yeah. So if you'd even teach your children just to be themselves. Yeah. And it's okay to be themselves. It'll be huge for them. Like teach them to love themselves. Yes. That's another good one. Didn't think of that. So having to, I mean, and it happens to boys too. So I'm not just saying that, but I have girls mm-hmm. and I'm a girl. So like, you know, probably every person in this world has been teased. Right. So, but they're at the age where kids tease each other. And yeah. my one daughter is very strong, like muscular, like me, like, and she's tall and she's going to kill me when she gets older that I talk about this. <laughs> she always says, don't talk about us. But anyways, I remember one time someone was teasing her and I just said to her, I, I right away, I, I said one, and this will help with sensitive kids because they might get teased and they're going to feel different. Right. Yeah. People are like, you're weird because you see or feel or right or you cry a lot you cry have a lot too many feelings right so I said to her or is every is just is it just because they're saying it is it real mm-hmm. so I said if mommy calls you whatever is that real whatever it is she's like no so I'm like so if that that child or person is saying that to you is it real yeah. like are you too tall whatever and she's like no I'm like so then don't listen to their words. And then like, you know, like just cause someone's sitting teaching them just because someone says it doesn't mean that it's real. Yeah. You don't take it on. So I'll say to them, close your eyes. And I tell them, and when they're old enough, I tell them, close your eyes and pretend you're standing in front of yourself and I say, say, I love you. Mm-hmm. And that's what I do with them. Well, that's what people teach us to do as adults right? who are all like already too far gone and we hate ourselves for whatever reason we that's what when I was in therapy that's one thing she wanted me to do right. and if you couldn't do it like put a sticky note on the mirror so you see it that it says like you know I love myself so I think that's actually I love that you brought that up because 
I have a boy. I think it works just as well for a boy. Yes. Somehow I think sometimes I focus in on Scarlett and I want to make sure that I embed these things into her so that she'll love herself from now until forever. But I think I do set aside Connor's feelings and forget that like boys need. They need it too. Oh God. Yeah. Especially that little one. He's just so sensitive. I, you validate some of my feelings with what you said earlier. (laughs) (laughs) You know what the thing is too. And like I said, I didn't know I was like this. So like, I understand there's people who've grown up and known, like I didn't know. So I understand both sides. And I think that's why a lot of people like sitting with me is because I'm pretty real and I know what it feels like. Um, but, and I know a lot of guys that are super sensitive. I don't even like the word sensitive because it makes them feel like they're like sensitive. No, like they're just, they feel everything and there's a lot of them. Right. And they don't know what to do. And I have a lot of guys come to me Mm -hmm. and, you know, and I, I I do the same thing as I do with the girls. Like I don't put it there a gender thing because we're just basically human beings. Right. So um, I think just with Connor, just teaching him to feel like it's okay to feel and it's okay to be angry. And people are probably wondering like, why are we talking about emotions? Because all the, your emotions are what's going to affect them with how they're sensing stuff around them. Yes. And I feel like it goes hand in hand. Like, and I think if maybe if you haven't had, Reiki or like a reading with you or anyone or something maybe you don't really see that like your emotions go hand in hand with all of those things right they don't get it they just think we just sit there and talk I think people might just think like if you don't bring up my grand my dead grandmother you're not real or something right Right. like they don't realize it's our whole body and as an intuitive I guess I would say a medium I call it intuitive we use our senses and that's how we see spirit but yeah, no. So I'm glad that you said that because I didn't even think of that. But people probably would wonder, like, why are she so focused on emotions when she's a medium? Because that's our job. That's yeah. How they channel with us. Yeah. And our feelings. And yeah, I think until you had experience with yourself or someone else or got Reiki or whatever, you don't really understand. And for anyone who hasn't had Reiki, you got to get it done. <laughs> My father, do you not remember my dad telling you about Reiki? My dad yes, is like, back. yeah, he's yeah. like the, he has met Jen a bajillion times and he knows her gift and he still doesn't think he believes in her. No, <laughs> I know. Knows. And that's awesome. Right. And even though she has told him things that have like, he's mm-hmm. walked away from like, holy shit. He's still like, does she really know these things though? <laughs> I don't, I don't really know. But he, when he said that Reiki right. really blew his mind, I was like, wow. That's... You know what the funny thing is? And people think we know. We don't know. We're being shown. Right. And that's what people think. So I get people. And it's so typical. So like who anybody who's ever asked me this, who's listening, don't take offense because I'm not offended. It's just they'll be like, what's the lottery numbers? And yes. They'll ask me things. And I'm like, it's not like that. Right. Like, there, I'm sure there's people out there who are like, maybe able to tune into that. But that's not my gifts, right? Like I can see things. And yeah, things happen that I see. But I, I speak by what spirit showing me, right? right? So like, it's not like that at all. I'm, I'm here to help people. Right. And I'm helped to like, pe- a lot of people don't realize when they're sitting with me that it's healing. Yes. A lot of them are like, I can't believe I'm crying. I'm like, like, it's just, yeah, that's what happens. That's I know right. what's going to happen. Right? That's right. So it's meant to bring healing. And that's what I'm about is helping. And I'm very, I'm, and like I said, there's different mediums that do all different things. That's just what I do. Right. And I think people right. don't understand that. I don't think that they've, 
I think people just think, well, you're a medium. No. You should be able to do like A, B, and C. Yeah, no, but that's different. not the case. We're all here for different things. Just like even like basketball. Like think of a basketball team. They're all different. There's different positions. Like right. every person on this earth is here for a different reason. Right. So it's like a different piece of the puzzle. Right. Is what I call it. And I'm just a piece for that time. Yeah. Um, one question I have before I wrap this up, because I just thought of it, because a few people that I have like told to go and see you, they ask me this. So this should just be <laughs> talked about on the podcast. People are so afraid right. to see you or anyone else because they're so afraid you're going to tell them that they're going to like die I know. or get cancer or right. a demon is coming for them or something. Yeah. So can you just like talk a little bit about, I know you've told me that like you don't want to be shown no bad I things don't. and no. I know a lot of mediums that's their goal is like I don't want to see that stuff so some can you people kind of do clarify? want to see some do sure. say that right and can you clarify that a little I bit? like I said my whole thing is about helping other people and I'm very passionate of people finding themselves and loving themselves and mm-hmm. I've had people come in even I can tell because I can see it right away that something's happened and I'll say like you had you've had an experience where someone scared you and I'll say, you can even ask people, you know, who've come to me, I'll say, I'm not, I base my readings to not be fear-based. Right. And even if I'm being shown something, it's not my responsibility to like, I don't feel like it's my responsibility. Right. To like put that fear in them. Right. Does that make sense? So like, no, I don't want to see that stuff. That's not why I'm here. Right. I'm here to help heal things within emotions and like grief and I don't know it's hard I don't want to judge other people right because different people read different ways right like I'm sure people are helping in their own way but I'm not like that yeah okay so you like ask not to be shown those things in well I really don't really see it maybe just because it's not why I'm here right gotcha I would never say that to anybody. Yeah. That is. I'm not God. I'm sorry. You know, I feel like we're a part of God Mm -hmm. and people say we are God, but I'm not, I'm not this people. And and it's cool that they do that, but that's why I'm so passionate about showing people I'm just Jen. And people are like, you're not just Jen. I'm like, yes, I fucking am. Like I am. If you knew me, I am just Jen. Yeah. Um, And that's why I'm passionate about showing people is because anytime anybody puts anybody on a pedestal, which I understand why they do, right? I have these pretty cool gifts. But then what they're doing really is like putting them like they're less than. Right. And none of us are less than anybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So going forward to your question is the reason I don't, it's, I'm not here to say you're going to die. I'm not here because we're all going to pass away. I'm here to bring healing. Right. So I would never say that. If I'm seeing something and I feel like they need help with it, I will bring stuff up. But I'm very careful. You can ask anybody who sits with me. I'm very careful about how I word things because yeah. I know the responsibility I have being on my side right. and how I can affect them yeah. in their life. And a few people that I've told that got afraid of those things, like I know from experience, from having readings with you and being to like group things that you've done, you say to people like, can we talk for a minute? Yes, if it's too personal. If it's too personal, yeah. So I've told people that like, if she's got something that she thinks is, she's not really sure how you're going to feel if it was in a group setting, she'll kind of warn you by saying, am I allowed to Am I allowed to talk to you? Am I allowed? A lot of people, yeah. Some people don't care. Right. And I think one of the biggest fears is um, they're afraid what I'm going to see. Yeah, of course. But then if people met me, if you knew me, I don't, I try really hard 
like to not have no judgment about anybody. Like mm-hmm. who am I to judge anybody? Like mm-hmm. I'm not perfect. We've all been through stuff. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing you can tell people is we're not going around. That's what people think we're going around, like trying to like know all this information right. about people. And if they knew how freaking tiring it was oh, to like yeah. tune into things, they would understand that it's not our purpose. Like oh, yeah. I really just want to live. Yeah. But like going back to children with this stuff too is um, this is why I think this is just my point of view, right? We all have point of views. So don't take what I take as a like saying as like glued in stone. But the children that are coming in now are more aware and they're more awake and they're more in tune Mm -hmm. and you can see it in the children. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot more children coming in with different things Mm -hmm. and they're coming in to show us that we're not in a box. Feel the shivers. That's not saying you feel it. It did actually. (laughs) They're coming in to show us to be like thing outside of the box. We're not all the same. We're not all learn the same. We're all different. And that's what makes, oh my God, I feel it in my back. <laughs> that's what makes it so unique to be here and to live. Yeah. That we all are different. And then we're all coming together in different ways. Mm-hmm. It's cool. And I think everybody else, like the maybe it's our, maybe it's my generation because we're all having children now. Yes. Because we're all more They're, open to it. eyes are open, more open. Way yes. more. Like my dad thinks I'm crazy all the time for doing my podcast talking to you about this stuff and you know but he's I don't know and then sometimes when stuff comes out he's like oh wow like people do do this and I'm like yeah I know or he'll come to me did you hear this happen I'm like yeah dad I know we talked about this and you told me it was dumb so I think you're right and everybody's becoming more open and I think the pandemic is teaching us a lot about that too Yes, to be, is to be more, not being, like whatever each person's learning to be, whatever it is for them. Some people are going through a lot because they're kind of being pushed to, what I can say to people is the best way you can deal with stuff is the more you can accept being with yourself through anything. Mm-hmm. And on like, I know I'm not saying it's easy guys, because I've had to do it and I still right. do it. But the more you can just sit, learn to be that you're okay with yourself. And I don't know if it's because it's coming with my age or the easier things get, like, yeah. the less you worry about people judging you, the more you can just accept the way you are. And that's the thing about children, like teaching them, it, you're just awesome just the way you are. Yeah. The more I think, and I don't think that they're, I know I say they're awakening, but I think they're actually coming in the way we're supposed to be. Yes. And I think that kind of brings me back to my whole point of my podcast is like, I'm just trying to have conversations and open conversations and just be honest with ourselves and like trying to talk about me and my journey and learning how to love myself so then hopefully my children will see that they have a mother who loves herself and will learn that just from me doing that I don't even really have to teach them that much if I just do it and I think another this is just me being a mom like because it was I was like you it was hard like breakdown I can remember being in my room crying like it's hard it's so hard and I lost myself and all that like so many things happened but like the biggest thing I can say is you know as you can't kids do not and I always say this to people kids do not come with instructions like I know I didn't my mom always says like I came in in a whirlwind but like they don't and even as being a parent you could read as many things as you want but there's no instructions because each child's different and I think as a mom and even as a dad, because there's a lot of, there's dads too, right? It's not just yeah. moms. The the more you can just know you're doing your best in that present moment, 
that's the best you can do. Yeah. You only can work with what you're conscious of at the time Mm -hmm. and what your life experiences have been. And you have to trust that each of us, every person on this earth is going through their own journey. Yeah. And you have to trust that your children chose you. I know that sounds funny to people because we are a soul. They chose you as parents. Mm -hmm. So you have to trust some of the stuff they're going through. They chose you. So Mm -hmm. you're going through it together. Yeah. Like, I don't know how many times, like, going through a separation when it first happened, it was one of the hardest things I had to go through besides waking up to this, that I sat with my two girls, the three of us, just crying in our room. Like, Mm -hmm. the three, because it's so different, right? Right. And, like, just such a big change. And, like, you know, being the mom when the dad's not there. Like, my ex is awesome. It's not that. Like, he was always the strong. I'm strong, but, like. He was dead, right? Dead. Like, even yeah. for me, he was the one, like... Like, the man of the family. I, I need help, like... Yeah. Right? And then I'm here by myself. And so the reason I'm saying that is, you know, I could have future, like, two years later, be like, I can't believe I did that. Yeah. Oh, my God, they saw me cry. I did the opposite. And more, I'm like, they saw me cry. They see their mom's real. Like, I, if I'm doing something and I feel like I was did something, I'll, like, not all the time, but I'll say, I'm sorry that I did that. Yeah, I do that too. And, you know, like, I, you know, I'm learning too and I'm trying and I'm just pretty honest with my kids. Yeah, me too. But, like, everybody it's has helpful. their own parenting ways, but that's just me. Yeah. Right? We got big emotions in this house, so. Yes. So I have to. Yeah. I have to. I can't. I'm not that person to just pretend that I'm happy if I'm not or if I'm upset about something and my kids are around. I'm not going to, like, hold around, hold in and, like, be like, oh. I can't cry until my kids go to bed. Well, they're allowed to see that. They it's have hard. to see it because they from, know it's okay. That's right. And from that, Connor will tell me, like, he'll just be like on the couch and I'll be like, I'm having a sad day. Yeah. I'm like, why? I don't know. Just I'm like, okay, that's fine. I'm sorry that you're sad. And then we'll just like hang out or he'll just, he'll tell me, or if I get mad at him, and he'll be like, you hurt my feelings when you yelled at me. <laughs> and I'm like, okay then. But like, he's open to being like, you made me mad because you did this. Or you made me sad because you did this. And I do the same thing back to him. So I think it's pretty awesome. I think it's neat that, like, with kids, this is just, and, like, everything I'm talking about is just what I do. Remember, like, each parent's going to be different. It's just what works for me. And, like, what I'm teaching my girls is you're allowed to be angry. And I think that's one of the emotions that gets pushed down all the time because we're taught we're bad. And, yes, we're going to do stuff that we're not supposed to be doing. The difference is, is they're still feeling angry. Yeah. You can't take their ang- feeling of anger away. They're allowed to feel it. Right. Even if we don't understand. Right. But then teaching them, you know, you're not allowed. Like, you should not hit people. Like, teaching right. them how to channel it. So, like, anger is such a strong, powerful energy. Mm-hmm. If you could teach them how to channel that anger into something else, it could be creative. Right. It could be some, you know, energy is energy. It can shift. It doesn't ever get destroyed it can just move right teach them how to when they're angry teach them how to feel it and put it into something else yeah so then they're channeling anger they're still feeling their anger but it's not coming out as aggressively right they're not hitting somebody or which may still may happen but i mean if you can teach them that it's okay right it's valid their feelings are valid and i think that's the biggest thing we can teach them is like yeah you're you're feeling because if you cannot take anybody's feelings away even when you try, you can take your own away. Right. So te- like, it's okay to have your feelings and then you can go from there. Like that you're not allowed to hit people or right. Right. It's teaching. That's just what I do. 
No, I love it. Thank you for saying that because that's, well, that's what I do. So it's easy for me to relate to it. And maybe there's someone who's listening that's struggling with their kid and doesn't know. And then they're like, oh, well, that's a good idea that I haven't tried yet. Because I know with Connor, like punishing him doesn't always work. Because right. he's got big emotions. So we've he's had feeling to, it. Yeah, we've had to reroute and change into that type of parenting. So That's right. And it yeah. works for whoever it works for. That's right. And no. I think you have to figure it out because Scarlett doesn't work like that. I have to put her yeah. butt in time out. Yeah, and they're raise all my voice to her and she's like, all right. I know. Right. Whereas Connor would just cry more. Yeah. Another thing you can do is it's the same thing I was kind of saying if you want to talk about the chakras with them. This this is something I learned. I've talked about it on like my Instagram and stuff. And because we do we're we're taught to push, say we're anxious, we feel sad, we're mad. As a society we're taught to not everybody, but we're taught to push it down or it feels uncomfortable. So we push it without even noticing we push it. So we don't feel it. Right. And then you get in this pattern. So one thing I had to do when I was awakening to this was I started putting my feelings to colors and I used a journal. So like I was feeling depressed a lot. So like I'd feel depressed and then I'd put it to like depressed and sad was kind of, for me was the same. So I'd be like, what color am I feeling right now? And I'd be like blue. Mm -hmm. So what happens is if, especially for children, it teaches them to process the feeling Mm -hmm. without even, you know what I mean? It's just a color. Right. So then they're still, and they can pick whatever colors they want. Right. right? So like, then they're, they're feeling it still. There's still the body feeling the emotion. Gotcha. And that's why art, even if anybody can do art, everybody's like, I can't, I can't draw, but like anybody can move color. Yeah. So what I used to do with my girls and I still do it sometimes, I'll be like, Draw how you're feeling. Whatever right. works with the child. Like, show me. Yeah. Like, if you don't have to write it, draw it. Like, one would write it, and the other one, she likes to draw. So she'd draw her feelings, and then it's getting those feelings out. Yeah. So if they're little, it could be colors or, you know what I mean? You can yeah. have little flashcards. How yeah. are you feeling? And it just helps them process their feelings. Yeah, that's a good point. With any kind of kid, even if they're sensitive or not. Yeah, agreed. I think like once they're in that little that age bracket from like two to four, they got big emotions, sensitive or not, right? So it's good. Well, please tell my listeners where they can find your Instagram and what your website is. If they wanted to book a reading or Reiki or I I uh And if I can't do it, I know a lot of people that there's a lot of people out there too, even if I can't do it, right? For sure. Just remember that because I'm not about I'm not, I'm a type of person, like, if I can't help somebody or I feel like I can't help somebody, like, go, like, I will try to help find somebody else. It's not all about me. Right. Right. So they can go to uh, divinelylit.com and all my information will be on there. Perfect. So I just started my own, I wrote a book going through this. It was more journals when I awakened and it's been, I don't know, what, six years now. (laughs) And I wrote it out and I've been trying to type it for this long, honestly. Oh, I bet. And it's just because I've changed so much. It's hard for me to like type it yeah. out because I feel like it's I'm so different now. But it's not that. Anyway, so I've just opened up. I had this vision the other day. That's what happens to me. I'll just get ideas, which I call visions. Mm-hmm. And it's like I saw they're like, just put it on a YouTube channel and start reading it. Yeah, well, so that's not? what I'm doing. So I've just started that up last week. So that's on, everything's on my website. All the links are on my website. Um, you can either search up the, uh, Divinely Lit, which is going to begin to be my book eventually, because that's the title of it. 
and then you could search this is Jen. Okay. That's what it's under. So this is Jen on Instagram. And the reason I did that is because I am just Jen and I want to show people, you know, just because you feel different, no matter what it is, it doesn't even have to be gifts. Yeah. You're you're you. Yeah. And don't let people take your power away. Absolutely. Well, and I will put your, a link to your website in my show notes. So if people are listening and they're like, I didn't write it down, I'll put it there. (laughs) Right. And they can search Jennifer Foster, but let me tell you, there's a lot of them. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like that's a pretty, that would be a common common name. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So divinely lit, there'll be stuff. And then there's, this is Jen and it's all lowercase. Perfect. Yeah. Cause she's got some good daily quotes. Sometimes you post them and I laugh and then sometimes you post them and I'm like, yes, I needed that. So your Instagram is helpful. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your wisdom and talking to me because, you know, I love this stuff. So maybe uh, next year we'll do a a Halloween special and we'll talk about (laughs) scary spirit stuff. We could totally do it. (laughs) We will. Thanks, Jen, so much. And guys, I will talk to you very, very soon. See ya. Bye.